0: Hey guys, how you living? You doing well? Well, I bet you're not doing as good as LeBron James, who agreed to a four-year, 153.3 million deal with the LA Lakers earlier this evening. Three guaranteed years and an option for a fourth. So, looks like a lot of people are going to be changing their uh, changing their decisions. Uh, I bet Paul George wishes he'd a, Maybe not. Maybe he's happy. But we go over all that in the episode. I've learned over uh, the last few months of me doing a sports talk is that the only thing I know about in off season of uh, NFL and college football is, other than a little random baseball things, are the Braves and LeBron. So that's what I talked about. And we are more than likely going to have another episode coming to you over the next day or so. Another sports talk. I've been a little lax about recording these, but I'm trying to get into the habit of doing these as ritualistically as I do the other episodes. Wow, ritualistically, where did that come from? Hmm. Not doing bad today for not having notes, guys. (laughs) All right. so I also talked about the Braves and how no one has given them any recognition for their accomplishments this season on any of the networks and how that upsets me a little bit, but uh, maybe it's not such a bad idea to have that target on us, so anyway, that's pretty much all I did in this episode, it went, went a little longer than I thought it was gonna to start with, but You know me, I'm always going to say this uh, this is a super short episode and it doesn't become that, but this one ended up going longer than I thought, especially without bullet points. But anyway, without further ado, here's my stuff, Sports Talk, episode number five, the LeBron to L.A. talk. Enjoy, folks. All right, so the time that we have been waiting for is here. I'm going to be honest. I did not expect for LeBron to go to L.A. Jay, I, I should, have, should have prefaced that. Um, but I'm sure I'm not going to be the first source of anybody finding out that LeBron has decided to go to Los Angeles. But just in case, LeBron James has decided to go to L.A. He agrees to a four-year, $153.3 million deal with the Lakers, he will be the first player to lead a postseason in scoring and then switch teams. You see, at this point, though, is everything that LeBron does going to be some kind of weird little fucking stat that they just uh, they, they tack on everything? Like, LeBron's the first player to score 50 points in a game while wearing uh, shoes with... Oddly colored laces or whatever, you know. What I mean, just something dumb. Got me in me. Got me in me guys. Me obbies. Uh So anyway, oh, you know what? Let me let me let me do something here real quick. Cut my do not disturb on on the, the phone there, so nobody can call or text <laughs> like you were. Anyway, there isn't calling texting me. Um, anyway, so. LeBron going to L.A. was a shocker to me, mainly because, and, and this could be part of why he went. This could be, could have been part of the stipulations. I didn't think that LeBron wanted to deal with LeVar Ball. I didn't think he wanted to deal with kid's dad. I think he's got a big mouth, and I think that LeBron wants to sort of stay clear of that. So my theory on this situation is that LeBron says, you know what, I'll come to L.A., but you got to get rid of the kid. You got it. Cause I don't want to deal with his dad. And, and this is my theory. I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. I got, I got ESPN news on and Brian Windhorst. Who's, uh, who's stuck with LeBron for his entire career. Basically is, uh, on with Michael Wilbon and, uh, several other people. Um, I, yeah, but I got muted. I'm not going to pay attention to that. um, It'll be coming on later. So, yes. Apparently, six months ago, Brian Windhorst was saying that uh, LeBron's wife, I can't remember her name. He said it. It doesn't matter. Uh, LeBron's wife, Savannah maybe, was in charge or or they, they were just finishing renovations on their L.A. home. And it's basically their dream home. And they started construction on this thing six months ago. He's saying that it's not like they knew six months ago that he was going to go to L.A., but at least they knew they were going to be spending a lot of time there, which is accurate. And I I, I personally didn't see him going because I didn't think he'd want to have to deal with the, the ball family and all of that nonsense. But it might be really good for... Uh, Lonzo, it might be really good for Lonzo to have LeBron there to sort of like, maybe because let's be honest, like this this kid's dad gets involved in way too much shit in his life, and we're, I'm talking about the Ball family. That guy gets involved and he's in way too involved in his children's uh, career. And I mean, of course, a parent's going to do that, but this guy just seems like a fucking nightmare in every facet of the word. He just seems like a nightmare to deal with and to, and to talk to and to reason with. And he just seems unreasonable. Like, uh, he seems like, uh, he knows everything. And if you're going to act like, you know, everything, you sort of have to be able to back that up a little bit. And he's far from that. But, I, I didn't – maybe maybe having LeBron there will sort of give Lonzo the wherewithal to say, uh, hey, dad, back off. I want to play with the best basketball player in the world and learn from him. I mean, you already got Magic Johnson there. That's a, that's a huge uh, benefit for all, all parties involved. And from what everybody's saying about Magic Johnson is that he's got the gift to gab, that he makes you feel uh, like he makes every person in the world that he speaks to feel like they matter and they're the only person in the world and apparently he had a he spent a lot of time with LeBron James over the last couple of days uh he's been in L, uh, LeBron's been in LA and they've been talking about this stuff so apparently whatever magic had to say was was good enough for him to come in and uh Come in and take the second-largest... What's that saying? Instagram. Thank you, Northeast Ohio, for an incredible four seasons, LeBron says. Um, uh, Shit, where was I going before I did that? See, this is where the bullet points come in handy. But it doesn't matter. Um, So, you got Magic Johnson there to learn from. And... They've already, they, they, whatever Magic said, convinced LeBron that it was the right thing to do to go to L.A., which I don't know why I assumed that he wouldn't do it. And I guess the reason that I assume why he, that he wouldn't do it is because everybody was talking about it. And I don't know if LeBron strikes me as the type of person who does the things that everybody was talking about. But from what Brian Windhorst was saying, his wife was the probably the deciding factor in this. And, I mean, if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And LeBron is whatever you can say about his uh, bitching in games or uh, complaining about getting hurt or faking getting hit or whatever you want to say about him. The man does not have any tarnish on his reputation at all. Like he has no, uh, me and me and Asher talked about it in the last episode. He has no negativity on his, on his entire career. And Kobe Bryant, welcome to the family. King James Lakers for life, strive for greatness. Well done is what they're saying. Uh, so of course it, it oh that's funny too. Everybody who's been bitching about LeBron James, oh he would never know Kobe. Now I bet they're eating those words now. Not necessarily eating those words. I don't know. I guess a real fan's gonna be a real fan no matter what. And there's probably gonna be a lot of LA fans who's like, Okay, fuck it, he's here, uh let's try to win some. But from a Cavalier fans viewpoint, I've asked a lot around. I asked Janessa. She uh she's a she's a Cavaliers fan. She's always had, she always has been from Ohio, obviously. And I asked her, she was honestly the first person I asked, how would you feel if LeBron decided to go? And she's like, I couldn't be mad at him at all. Uh he did what he said he was gonna do. And I was, I was listening to sports talk earlier too, and the guy was trying to uh, pull up the article of uh what he initially said when he went back to Cleveland to see if he, what he actually promised because he took them to the finals for four years in a row, four consecutive years, trips to the finals, you get one ring. That's not the greatest, uh, record in finals, but if you consider and the East is, is, uh, is whatever, I mean, to get to the finals is you having LeBron James on your team is a surefire trip to the finals in the East. And maybe this is LeBron's uh, idea of seeing where he actually uh, measures up to actual competition. Because now, if you ask me, the Western Conference Finals are now going to be your NBA Finals. And uh, seriously, I mean, who, who's going to compete in the East? I mean, is uh, is Boston and Philadelphia going to do any going to going to do anything different? I mean, also, uh, in other news, completely branching off of the the East, um, of that conversation, Stephen A. Smith said earlier that um, L.A. had been on the phone with San Antonio twice already today, and before the night ended, they were going to be talking one more time, and apparently... San Antonio wants a shitload for Kawhi Leonard. They want a lot of shit. They want a lot of draft picks. They want a lot of young players. They want a lot of stuff for Kawhi Leonard, and I don't think that that's going to work because a lot of things. A lot of things I've heard other folks say about Magic Johnson is that he is a great businessman as far as holding out and waiting out people, uh, waiting out situations. He, had, he uh, Obviously, they say that he's. Uh, his words are like butter, and he's got a way of talking to people and getting what he wants out of situations. So that's going to go one way or the other. Um, either they do. They do pull off the trade and somehow get Kawhi Leonard without having to give away the farm, and then maybe. Uh, then maybe. You're you're an immediate. You're an immediate favorite to to go to the finals, and I mean, right? Wouldn't you be? Wouldn't you be an immediate favorite if 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 they get Kawhi Leonard? Because obviously, Paul George is staying. He's he, he's he's they, they had that video. And by the way, going go into the Paul George thing a little bit before I move further with the uh, Kawhi Leonard thing, um, everybody's talking about that nobody wants to play with Russell Westbrook, but Paul George seemed very happy to uh, to hang around. Even though the Thunder consistently loses in the fucking finals, apparently James Harden nor KD wanted to play with uh, Westbrook. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's. Uh, maybe he 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 thinks it's all about him. Uh, but who knows? Either way, the man's in. A, demands averaging a triple double for two seasons in a row that's that's something to be said for that so i mean if if you're capable of doing that are you are you wrong to like is the, basically what i'm saying is there there's a thin line between being conceited and knowing your worth you know i mean it, where wh- is he crossing that line or uh, are other people thinking that he is or or, uh, am, am, or am i off topic on or off base by saying that at all, but it doesn't matter. Getting back to the uh, Kawhi Leonard thing that Russell Westbrook was just a thought. Do people not want to play with LeBron? Paul George had to have, uh, actually, shit, I don't know. Is he rethinking things now maybe that he didn't go to L- go to LA because he thought LeBron wasn't gonna. I personally didn't think LeBron was gonna go anywhere until Kevin Durant finished out his one year uh, one year option that he's got left with Golden State. And uh, now that KD's got two rings with them and two consecutive Finals MVPs. I'm pretty sure that he's comfortable in Golden State, and I doubt that he'll want to go anywhere else, specifically to to jump on another, like, uh, super team with, uh, with LeBron, just like it would be another Miami Heat situation. But if uh, – rep- uh, sorry, cheese, repeating myself. <laughs> if by any chance the – the Spurs and Lakers come to some sort of a deal and some sort of a understanding between the two of them, and a compromise that they could get Kawhi Leonard and they don't have to give away everything. They uh, whatever Kyle Kuzma or whatever his name is, they're not they're not wanting to get rid of him. Um, I personally think that especially now that Lonzo Ball's got this torn meniscus or whatever it is he's got, I think that's right a torn meniscus ever since now that he's got that then it would probably be easy to move him somewhere. And I mean, he, he's a good player. I think he get, I think that we'll never be able to properly uh, assess his abilities as a player because of who his dad is and what we, what we feel about that. I think we'll never be able to properly assess his talents, but uh I'm sure he'd be a good fit somewhere for somebody, because let's be honest, the Cleveland Cavaliers with nobody, I mean, LeBron James has been to how many consecutive finals? Eight, correct? Am I right? Is is eight right? I think I'm pretty sure. But with a different cast and crew and every every single one, different cast of characters every single time, and... If that doesn't make you something to, something awesome or something amazing in sports, then I don't know what does. Uh, no doubt. That, I mean, the the West is going to make it tougher, but obviously, as I said once again, the West is now the Western Conference Finals are now your NBA Finals, and everybody's going to everybody's going to view it as that. I'm pretty sure. But uh, obviously, obviously the Lakers will have to be favorites to go to the finals now, even with LeBron James, because now his supporting cast is much better in L.A. already than it was in Cleveland. And... And I mean... You got J.R. Smith high as hell in Cleveland, wondering, wondering why LeBron left. I saw this thing a while ago, uh, right before I started recording on Facebook, of uh, LeBron. The, the The picture of LeBron looking at J.R. Smith with his hands up like past the ball, and we all know the, know the know the point, know the know the the picture and that image that where, where LeBron is just literally looking at J.R. Smith. With just terror in his eyes, like, okay, this is it. I'm done. And they're like, this is the exact moment that LeBron decided he was leaving. And I'm not sure that that's far from accurate. You know that that's that seems pretty straightforward to me, and I, I, I believe that's a lot to do with his decision to leave. It's just I, I feel like he was on he was on a team with a bunch of fucking uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess guess people that role players, a bunch of role players, maybe just just like uh, bodies on a team with a bunch of bodies. Like I need four more guys out here, so that they let me play, you know. And I think that's a lot to do with a lot of the teams that he's been on, minus those uh, those couple of heat years with with Dwayne and Bosch. But um. um it's going to be interesting to watch next year if Lonzo ball is still on the team to watch the bickering back and forth between LeBron and, and LeVar ball is, is going to be uh, great entertainment for non-basketball fans and especially for, for basketball fans. But it's being someone who's not a, who, who's not loyal to any team. I mean, I guess I would pick the Knicks if I had to choose a, a team just because of a uh, You know Patrick Ewing when I was a kid, but I like LeBron. I I I enjoy watching anybody do what they do greatly, Um, and he does what he does in a great way, and I appreciate that as a as a sports fan. And I'm going to enjoy watching him play in L.A. as well. I mean, every jersey he's ever put on, he's he's dominated, uh, and I I don't think this is going to be any different. He's got another three or four good years left in him. I mean, and other than uh, I heard, I know Asher said it several times, and I also heard on the radio earlier tonight. Uh, other than Robert O'Ree, has there ever been any um, any other player who's won a ring in three different jerseys? And of course, the I can't remember the guy's name who was. Uh, it was one of the weekend guys on CBS Sports Radio, uh, one of the random weekend f- uh, folks, but. He said, have you ever heard anybody put Robert O'Ree in the conversation of the greatest player of all time? No. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, unless you talk to any old any old sports head or any old basketball head or or, or anybody like that, you probably haven't even heard Robert O'Ree's name. And uh, just the fact that LeBron's already in the conversation of the greatest player of all time Another name that's in that conversation is Magic Johnson, and now you've got both of those guys on the same side. Like, can this can this go bad? Will this be the year that we see LeBron get his first injury because uh, he's getting older? Is it? I mean, is this where it all starts to fall apart for him, or is he just going to continue on the, the the golden road that he's been on, and and where just success follows him everywhere he goes, and I uh, I don't I don't know I think I think he's gonna do fine. Obviously, you still got Golden State with with the the folks that they've got. Um, you, I mean Steph Curry and KD are are gonna be I don't know, they're gonna be a, a hard to deal with for a very long time, but. LeBron James is LeBron James man he's the common denominator I'm watching highlights right now of him just owning everybody I mean the he's he's two years old I'm, I'm pretty sure he's 34 two years older than me I think I think he's two maybe three years older than me and arguably had one of the best single player game or single player seasons in uh, in NBA history especially in the especially in the playoffs. I mean I'm just looking at highlights here of him this season, just people like kids out here and he's just completely destroying them physically. And that's unheard of. I don't know. It's gonna I, I I'm gonna feel feel a little conflicted once it uh once it picks once the season picks up a little bit and you don't see him in the Cleveland jersey. I'm not much of a fan of change. Um but I mean, you can't fault him for going and uh, wanting to do what he does, or, or to, to do what he does for another team. And at certain points, and I, I, I find myself in this situation with music to where I just get bored doing the same shit over and over, and I'm just like, "There's got to be some way that I can spice this up and do something different," and uh I, I think that that's exactly where lebron is he's like you know what i'm i've 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 won rings i've uh, i I won i went to the finals here and lost i changed teams go to another team consecutively go to the finals and win a couple times and then come back to where i left originally win again so i mean he's sort of always been like this I'm going to go here for a little while and see what happens. Go back here for a little while. That's 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 his nature as a player. And I mean, we we sort of passed that off because he because it was only two teams involved. But I mean, the the Cavaliers were a completely different team when when he was there the first time than when he came back with uh, you know bringing all the all the help with him that he brought and. Now, speaking of the help with him that he brought, now you have Kyrie Irving in Boston and LeBron in L.A. And that's renewing a huge rivalry in basketball that's basically been unheard of for the last few years. Uh, You really haven't had um, outside of who was Kobe's. Would it have been Ray Allen? Is that who it would have been? who his rivalry would have been. But either way, you got Kyrie and LeBron now who are going to renew this rivalry and, and rivalries are the best thing about sports. I mean, I had the Yankees were completely stomping the Red Sox a while ago. Sorry, Seth. Sorry to you. Congratulations to the Yankees fans. However, those, those, uh, that off season money they spent is paying off in a big way in, in the, in the offensive column. um, but rivalries are the best part of sports, and this is a renewing one having LeBron in, in LA now. So, uh, what do they got? LA seven to two odds to win the title, tied with Boston as second favorite. Um, see, anybody who's got LeBron James on their team is gonna 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 get a walk in. Basically, they're gonna get a. He's the he's the best player, and he's the best. Active player in the world, and anybody who argues with that is a fool. And, and, I mean, his his reputation, his statistics, his ability to uh, to see. And, and I don't know anything about basketball as far as plays go, you know, but I, I I can see his ability to know where everybody is on the court, where there's an opening, where someone can sink a three from. When to, throw, when to pass the ball to them, he knows what to do. He's uh, he's probably going to be a very good coach. Probably going to be a very good coach when he decides to retire. They just showed the, uh, the uh, I think it's Andre Iguodala blowing in his ear. Is that who it was? Oh, God, that's so good. They're doing – it's all all LeBron highlights now. We've been waiting ever since Friday when he said that he wasn't going back to Cleveland to find out where he was going to go. And now it's here, and uh, everybody's going to be talking about this until until football takes over at the end of the month when you start having uh, spring games and shit. Or not spring games, but uh, you know what I mean. I'm talking about baseball terms. You, you know what I mean, whatever uh, football's version of that is. Lance Stevenson agrees to one year, four and a half million deal with the Lakers. See, I feel like the next four or five big breaks that we're going to get are all going to be people signing with the Lakers because it's who doesn't want to live in LA and who doesn't want to play with the greatest player in the world who can have arguably one of the former greatest players in the world in their ear, teaching them how to do this thing. There's a lot going on on the television. I'm going to get out of here in a second and listen to what they've got to say. But first, uh, before I get out of here, I've I've got to give a nod to my Atlanta Braves. I sort of stopped bringing it up a lot because I didn't want to get into the point where I was going to jinx us, but I was listening to my favorite Sports radio personality. Night before last or a couple nights ago. I have no concept of time. You guys know that. Um, nobody's given the Braves any love. Everybody's still picking the Nationals to win the East. Um, everybody's saying that the Braves are going to choke. And that, granted, I know we haven't got made it All Star break yet, and there's still a lot of baseball left to be played. But it is a travesty, for lack of a better word, that the Braves are getting zero love. We're getting no love at all from any network. Like, nobody's talking about it. Nobody's – I mean, and and we are – like, granted, the Yankees are doing well. The Yankees are putting up double-digit runs more often than not, it seems like. But – just because the Braves aren't the Yankees, does that mean that we're not getting the recognition that we're owed? Like, we deserve a lot. And and I say we deserve a lot. And I, I'll probably be more thankful at the end of the season, no matter how it turns out, that they weren't talking about us a lot because it doesn't put the bullseye on us. And the the, the, the networks love to put a bullseye on someone and uh, and or a team. And I don't want the Braves to fall victim to that. But Jesus, they are, and we swept the Cardinals. The Nationals are continuously losing to the Phillies, and they're basically the Phillies and the Nationals are just just uh, fighting each other other over uh, third in the division. Right? I, I, ha- I don't have it in front of me. I uh, haven't looked at the standings in a couple days, but they've got to be they've got to be somewhere close to. Close to the same, I think. I think that we're like three and a half games or something like that. Or we were the last time I checked. I haven't looked in a while. I need to look at this before I start spewing out numbers. But the last time I checked, I think we were three or three and a half games in the lead in the East. So, I mean, let's see here. Um... At the end of the game, at the end of the day, the Yankees are gonna be tied with the Red Sox in the East, AL East. Yep. Yeah, so we got a uh, we got a three game lead over the Phillies in the East and a six game lead over the Nationals. So the Nationals and the Phillies are fighting for third place, and the Mets and the Marlins are fourteen and a half and fifteen and a half games back respectively, and yeah, other than I mean the West isn't too far out of reach for anybody except the Padres and the Central's not too bad for anybody except the Reds. But it's just it's mind boggling that that we we're actually getting like legitimate odds to go and go to and win the World Series from Vegas right now and nobody's talking about it. Like, until today, and granted, I can understand it today because LeBron actually went to the Lakers, but people have been talking about where LeBron's going to go during the basketball offseason, and I know it's a long baseball season. I know not not a lot of people want to get ahead of themselves by making any kind of assumptions or calls or whatever, but the Braves are doing a great job, and I think we deserve some fucking recognition, man. That's all I'm going to do. And I, I was talking to Asher about this the other day and uh, it, it might have been on a podcast but it could have been before we started recording so I'm not sure. Uh, but I was like man we're getting no love from any of the networks and we're five we're, we're at 585 right now. We're o- over 500 by a good bit 23 and uh, we're 23 and 17 at home and 25 and 17 away. doesn't seem like we play any any different at home or away pretty much the same damn numbers. And I think that that's going to that's going to eventually come come to our benefit. As and, and granted we've already had one injury run out Acuña Jr. We've already had an injury. And he's he's come back and he in a big way. He's been he's been hitting bombs. He I know he hit one yesterday. I I Was sort of half watching the game today because I was doing the uh, the other the actual episode uh, for this week. But we've already had a a few things that have not gone our way as far as some of the some injuries and, and such. And our our bullpen is trying as hard as they can to give games away, but our offense is is preventing that and nobody's talking about it and that bothers me but it is what it is anywho uh, I figured I figured this episode might go a little longer than I expected because of my ability to ramble but I don't think I, I went too far off topic or left any uh, left anything um, to the imagination I don't, I don't think I missed any or started anything that I didn't or started, I thought I didn't finish. But if I did, please tell me about it and I'd be glad to finish it because <laughs> I have no bullet points or anything. I don't know where I, where I was or where I started or where I am or what I'm doing. But that's okay. Anywho, I guess in this is part one of the LeBron to L.A. talk. There's obviously going to be more of this during the offseason season. I'm going to get Seth to come in and talk some sports. Jason Summers wants to talk some sports. Asher may end up being in here later on this evening, but we'll figure that out whenever uh, I hear from him later. And, uh, yeah, so that's that. I'm going get to get back over here on the ESPN News and, and try to see if these people were actually saying what I think they were saying. And listen to some more more of this nonsense and find out if apparently before the end of the night we're going to know what, what happens between uh, LA and the Spurs. So apparently there's there's some kind of deals in the talks with them and uh, I don't think that Kawhi is against leaving San Antonio because let's be honest, who would choose San Antonio over LA? I, I, I don't. I, but then again who would choose Oklahoma City over? Who knows? Anyway, this is going to be a lot more going on, so we'll get back to you uh, in the the news as it shows up in the LeBron era. Hadn't been as um, disciplined as I'd like to be on releasing sports talks, but we're going to get better about that. And um, this is me declaring that, so there's that. Anywho, love you, mean it, roll tide. Peace, bitches.